Man, this is the time I really wish I had Salt and Pepper as my intro so we could just break it straight down and say, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. I literally have done that in front of clients in sessions. Depends on the <laughs> the clients, whether or not they find it funny. I mean, everybody gives me a, a laugh. Uh, whether or not they actually found it funny is a different story. So today, I'm not going to talk about sex in a uh, deep scientific way. I What I want to start to introduce and uh, invite you to begin to do is explore having conversations with your partner uh, around sex, around desire, around frequency, and not in a this is how much times we should be having it, but in a very open, vague, like, let's just like open it all up and let's start talking about that. Let's also start talking about origins of belief systems and messages we received as kids, not to mention like what was talked about with you as a, you know, adolescent, preteen, teenager about sex was you know, what did your parents say to you? I remember um, like a group of girls going to Planned Parenthood to get on birth control um, because they there was no way they could t- tell their parents they were having sex. Um, but thankfully, Planned Parenthood was there um, and <laughs> probably very likely saved uh a lot of my friends from having unwanted pregnancies, teen pregnancies. Anyway, I digress. So what I was saying there really is not talking to our parents, more likely than not, what role did religion play? So it's just kind of let's open up the conversation, especially if you're a new couple, because you might be having a lot more sex, like frequency wise, and you might be being a little more exploratory Um, because it's a new relationship but typically that is going to fade and so it's a good time because you're in the space of feeling really open and trusting in that um, arena that starting to talk about it then is amazing so if that happens to be you get on it you're going to be ahead of the game if you're probably like most people we're not having a lot of sex and also not talking about it. And so it's not like the fact that you're not having a lot of sex that actually really concerns me terribly. I mean, it'd be more of like, well, let's kind of talk about why and what does not a lot really mean. Um, And how is it actually impacting the overall health and wellness and like individual um, like rates of satisfaction, right? So you might be like super happy and satisfied and content in the in the relationship, both people, and there might not be a ton of sex. You know, maybe it's like twice a month. And that might be totally fine for for couples. And that so what I'm saying is that it doesn't always reflect in my opinion the complete health and wellness of the relationship is a a part of it. But the issue really becomes not talking about it. So if one person's okay with that and the other one is feeling disconnected or would like to be able to at least 
talk about it and explore it and understand it. But usually it is like one person is holding the power. And so it's another one just kind of like, how do I come at you from all angles and like drill it, drain you basically. Just kind of nonstop until you give in. Or we, I start pick a fight because it has been a certain amount of time. And then that's how we end up having sex again. So that doesn't feel super connected or great either. So those are ways we need to um, really look at and say, is that the way we're communicating about sex? Are we like not communicating about it until one person gets fed up with not having it and like, you know, causes a stink and then there's a little bit of something, um, a little sex goes on (laughs) and it feels obligatory and nobody really like left that exchange feeling great. So like having way more intentional conversations when it comes to sex. And the other thing, like, can we be gentle with our past like selves in some way? Because our maybe our current selves, it's like we look back on the early stages of our relationship where there was like a lot more sex. I mean, usually there weren't kids. There was more time, often younger, more energy, higher desire. Right? Like all these things. And so like I'm always like, but well, I like to look back and be like, look at you guys, fucking rock stars. Like you were rock stars. That was awesome. Look all day. Sitting in the bedroom all day. <laughs> what? I mean that right honestly doesn't sound super fun. I don't know that I'd wanna just do that all day long. You know, maybe if I was like, I knew absolutely nothing else had to happen and nobody could even like bother me, maybe. (laughs) So I I like to look back and be like, damn, that's awesome. While also recognizing that life circumstances were also probably different. You know, again, if there weren't kids or, you know, maybe there wasn't the mortgage that was expensive that created all the pressure so to to say we should be doing the same thing even though our lives are totally different is really unfair and not taking everything in and if you're actually missing opportunities for creating a more satisfying sex life through growing together and understanding this if it's like well we're not doing what we used to we used to do it all the time and you're not doing it now, therefore, you know, it's like, oh my God, well, yeah, but before I didn't have two kids and I didn't, you know, run my own business and all the things, <laughs> like all the bazillion things that come with having a kid and remembering everything that they need and times two for me, times more for others. So, yeah, it doesn't look like that. It probably won't for a while but if if we're gentle about it and kind with each other and just you know acknowledging that's where we are and talking through it like how do we you know make it better for the time being so it actually can be really rad once we have less of those responsibilities again it's really so much to me about like compassion 
and how we like look at <laughs> our past like relationship and also with like clear lenses of like oh well yeah but that's also a different time that was you know 15 years ago things in our life were different things in the world were different so that's a an expectation that isn't going to be met how do we make it more realistic well we make it more in line and like with our current life and our current stressors and our current schedule are we even allowing time for connection outside of just having sex because if that's the only time and it's usually like oh it's a night time so it's like yeah night time i want to go to fucking sleep <laughs> so that's like the only time we are creating but it's not intentional it's just like oh it's bedtime and oh there you are and pressure and all the things like it's going to be disappointing and a lot of rejection is going to happen, hurt feelings, and then further disconnection. So it can't just be we have to schedule sex. Like we also have to schedule quality time, intentional, positive, connecting time so that we want to show up for that sex appointment. <laughs> We're not like, oh man, sex is on the books. We're like, sweet. <laughs> because we've had a lot of fun we've done all these things throughout the week we made sure we had time to connect and have conversation and like hug and kiss and um be kind and you know all things about dating complimentary let's pay attention to our tone um you know getting through multiple days without a massive conflict that is intentional we put energy into that. It no longer feels that hard because of all the skills that Charlie and I have, you know, picked up and included and practiced over the years. And these are all the skills I talk about. It's so important to talk to one another about what's going on, but like with curiosity and compassion and understanding and you know with how you're feeling not in a blame but i'm feeling disconnected does not mean my partner's not holding up their end of the bargain there could be other stuff going on it's i'm feeling disconnected what are the ways in which we can feel more connected are we even like seeing each other throughout the week beyond handing off children you know and I always go back to if that is the time in your life if we at least acknowledge and are like really clear with it and put in the time where we can but we have to put in that time because otherwise again rituals of disconnection continue to get built and take over so start talking about sex it's amazing to just, you know, share how you're feeling and not like feel criticized and have it always be about how frequently you're having it because that is just a tiny portion of the issue. So I have t I'm going to have a lot of more lots more to talk about on this topic, but I just want to encourage you to start 
kind of pushing forward in that conversation. And, and here's how that can sound. Because, you know, a lot of times it's like, we need to talk about our sex life. <laughs> we don't have enough sex. Like, that's, okay, already I'm on, like, pins and needles. My, you know, I'm already going to get defensive. So what do, what's a great way to ensure speaking to your partner about an issue you want to talk about? And, uh, and get really out of it what you want to get out of it. First step, invitation to a conversation. So I would go up to my partner and say, hey, I have been just kind of really doing some thinking and like really realizing how you know, disconnected I've been feeling from you and from our relationship you know, over the last probably couple months. And I don't know if you've noticed it, um, but it's something I would really love us to talk about. You know, I don't, I don't know what that looks like. I'm not mad. I just, I just know I want us to, you know, communicate or have a conversation about um, maybe ways we can find time or, you know, days where we can have a little more connection. Like, I know it's really busy. I know we have a ton going on, um, but I miss you. probably gonna get uh yeah I, I agree I I miss you too I don't even know how to I don't even know how we got so busy and this is what we said we weren't gonna do so yeah I also would really love to have that conversation um do you think it would be helpful if we kind of each had some thoughts when we came and brought some notes yep I think that's great boom You know, maybe it's the next day, maybe it's, you know, in an hour, a few days tops, but at least you know, like, it's been addressed, and even addressing it often just brings the connection, because there's been this, like, acknowledgement that this thing's missing, and both people want it, and I heard the other person say I want it too, so I don't feel scared to go towards it. So even before having the conversation, I'm already feeling more connected. Give that a try. Also, before you invite the person, think about what you want to talk about. You know, how are you feeling? Remove the criticism and the blame. What is it that you're feeling? What is it that you would like to try or explore or continue to talk through? All right. Aloha. Aloha.